ADD Cast, Episode 53. Welcome to a special year-end edition of the ADD Cast. I am Paul Fisher, your host. Joining me in the studio tonight, my lovely Mrs. Martha Holloway. Hey, sweetie. And... Mark and Heather. Greetings. Greetings. <laughs> Greetings, Earthlings. <laughs> Hello, everyone. We are very glad you guys could join us tonight. Always We're happy to be here. Very glad to be here. Mm, this happy is... New Year, too. Oh, happy yes. New Year, yay! Yes. Woot. Tomorrow this... we'll be trashing somebody else's house. <laughs> this is the night before the night before New Year's. <laughs> yes. Is yeah. it? Yes. No, this is the night before New Year's, isn't it? Well, Night before New Year's. Oh, New Year's Day, right. Yeah, yeah. 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 New Year's Eve Eve. Eve Eve. Yes. Eve Eve squared. Yes. 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 It's New Year's Eve squared, and we are are here to discuss all of the wonderful things that happened over Xmas. 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 Season where we celebrate X. Yes. The mass of X. No, the mass. The must, right. We must it up. We must up all the X. <laughs> I myself got yanked up to uh, to New York City. But, New York City. Thank you. I, I was, get a rope. Yeah, on on Thursday. Come on, come on, come on, sweetie. You can do it. <laughs> I'm working on. It, I'm working on. It, I'm working on it. And uh, and uh, um, that 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 place. What gives me money to pay my bills? That place. That place. No No names. No names. Please. No names. No. Um, they uh, they sent me up there, and then uh, I think it was for, it might have been Verizon or it might have been Time Warner Telecom. Um, delivered our circuits wrong. So, oh, isn't that wonderful? Yes. I love when that happens. They delivered them, but they delivered them wrong. So, uh, upside after- down and backwards. Yes. Ooh. Wow. Yes. Sounds like fun. They were not circuits maximus. <laughs> but I'm fun. <laughs> but I'm bum. Oh. Is it time to play promo? No. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, the, after after that, I got to uh, to steal all of the excess food from the uh, the uh, um, gift baskets that abound nice. this time of year. So the excess Xmas food. Yes, the ex- Xmas excess. We had Mark. You haven't even been drinking. We have one vendor who sent the same enormous basket of food to like twenty twenty five people. Oh my lord! Nice. So and and so included in there was a bo- a little jar of caviar, which <laughs> n- a, nobody wants caviar but me. So I brought caviar with you know caviar with, and I took uh. all the excess food and I brought it down to, to Jared and Jr's house in Philadelphia. Oh nice. wow! Jar- Jared Axelrod. One of the ma- many things you do not know about him is he is an amazing cook. Oh yeah. He he does a an avant garde uh, dinner every year just before Christmas, and he he did like the, this and, year's theme was in- entertaining to say yes. the least. He got, he got this plastic um, uh, food grade plastic mold of a Cornish game hen, 
Okay. And um, the, he he put the uh, he he put gelatin into chicken consomme and put it in the mold. So um, your soup. This was actually the second course. Was a slice of chicken consomme. <laughs> so it, it came out looking like a chicken. <laughs> Wow, and and then he you you slice it, and and that's your your gelatin chicken consomme. He also did a chicken jello soup. Yeah, basically. Yes, he did a uh, a mushroom soup as a like a pate. Hmm. Um, which he did a cream of mushroom soup for everyone, and I can't have the cream, so he did a separate batch oh, for me, yeah. and I oh. actually I got to sous chef for him. I got to cut many vegetables, which I. <laughs> I I am. I just. I can't sit there and watch while people are work. You know, yeah, doing work around me. So I. I cut vegetables. Paul and pointy things. <laughs> I, do, I do like my knives. I he do. Um, and the the main course was uh, was a pot roast that he had been slow cooking mm. all day, oh. which he had he had browned first. So you had the Maillard reaction, the nice browning and caramelization on the outside, mm-hmm. and it was it was all cubed up and. Served in a cocktail glass with a cranberry, like a, a cranberry sauce, uh, almost like a cranberry juice in it, and it was a very a, avant-garde. Yes, wow. it, it was a, a cocktail. Mark, Mark has a strange of, look on his of, face. Uh, yeah. Cocktail of pot roast with, with cranberry sauce, and it was out of this world. How fun! I'm just always in awe of people that can do creative things like that. Because for me, creative cooking is a fluffernutter. You know? It's, it's <laughs> <laughs> ooh, 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 ooh. Fluff and nut. Fluff and nut. Not ooh. to say that my creative cooking is fluffernutter and that's oh, all no, he no, has experienced. Because, um, yeah, I, I, am, I am the savory what's in the kitchen cooker. Um, so I don't do the creative stuff like that. But I do enjoy uh, putting things together and... and uh, Flavor combinations and experiments. <laughs> oh, yes, but er, earlier on there was there was something that he um, that he intended it to come out one way. He had, he had taken the chicken mold and he had he pressed. Uh, no, no, this was for the dessert. He had, he had uh, attempted to 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 make I think the third course, which I kind of forget what it was, but it was delicious. Oh my god. Hmm. Um, it didn't had, didn't come out exactly yeah, the way he wanted it to, right? But and, but it, he told it everyone, delicious. "Well, I meant it to do this, and 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 it didn't really work out that way." And everybody was like, "If you didn't tell us, we wouldn't know." Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then for dessert, what he was gonna do was take the chicken mold and press cookie dough into it, and then chill, freeze it so that it held its shape, back it with foil, flip it over. And bake it so that it was one big cookie crust, and okay. then um, mix up peanut butter and cream, uh, or peanut butter and whipped cream so you'd as have, a filling. So you'd have this chicken Chick- d- chicken dessert. Yes, chicken-shaped <laughs> dessert. Did it mess with your mind? Like well, eating all this stuff shaped like... Oh, he, oh, that's the one that didn't didn't happen. No, but what happened okay. if you know anything about baking cookies? It, it flattened out. Yeah, yeah, the cookies unless unless you have edges on them will never set. Mm. If cookies run into each other, you wind up with just one big mess. So this was essentially one huge mess, and it wouldn't one cook. Big, tasty and mess. and I know this, and it wasn't until like the the thing just totally collapsed, and I looked at it and I said, oh. 
Well, that was never going to work. <laughs> I, re- I know that now. I don't know why I didn't know that when you were doing it the first time. But um, so I had, had it been baked in a safe mold or something. Probably, it, it, I don't. I, hard, hard to say. You couldn't actually use cookie dough for that. It you just, had to it, use something it won't, else. It won't set up. You need a, a, a you need a different type of dough. There's just too much fat in it. Right. It wouldn't right. set up. Yeah. Um, but I had I brought cookies with me because I have all these ginger snaps. Yeah, eating problems. Mm-hmm. I had I brought some ginger snaps with me. So what he did was he he uh, he was like, oh, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm like, I just grabbed the ginger snaps. And I was like, okay, crush these up and you know do your your peanut butter and cream thing and make you know and do something make with eggs. that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and he. Went off and did that and didn't tell anyone. And um, that was, uh, it came out really cool. Came hmm. out excellent. Wow. So, um, you know, he didn't tell anyone. They didn't know that it wasn't the original idea for the dessert. Well, now they do. And, yeah. Well, I don't, <laughs> I don't think his friends listen, oh. listen to my podcast. They listen to his podcast. But, oh, my God, what an amazing dessert. And then, uh, and then after that, it was off to see the nephews, and Martha, Martha was amazingly gracious and drove <laughs> drove all the way up to Philly by herself instead <laughs> of <laughs> making <laughs> me drive, <laughs> making me train it back to DC, and then, and then drive, ba- and then drive back up to Philly. So what? What did you guys do? Well, that was the before the Christmas. That was yeah. Let's stop and let Mark and Heather <laughs> tell us about their weeks. Yeah. Goodness. Um, uh, we started. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Do I get? Do I have to toss a coin? Do it, do you, you, you're going to say mainly. Well, we're, we're really. Uh, our, our Christmas was a little low key this year. Mm-hmm. Um, that's low key as in quiet, not as in the god of mischief. Um, the. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Keep coin going. Drops. And. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah, we we realized that you know money was a little bit tight, but uh, so we got gifts for the for the kids for the younguns mm-hmm. in the immediate family, nephews and, and my niece. And- yeah, and pretty much concentrated on this being just a uh, it's a time of gathering. Yeah, getting together with family. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we told everybody, you know, we 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 have no money. <laughs> so You're not get getting anything. Stuff. Don't get us anything. And uh, but uh, well, we had we we did a few things. My brother uh, in Gainesville uh, did a. Uh, a Open house Christmas mm-hmm. Eve kind of thing. He had all the neighbors, invited all the neighbors oh, that's over. Nice. That was and nice. uh, we had a ton of food. And you've seen what Michelle can do. So, oh, yes. Um, mm. All the wonderful desserts and snacks and finger foods and everything. And then um, they played all sorts of little games and, and won prizes. And <laughs> they're a game playing yes, house. They, aren't are, they? <laughs> they are oh, yes. very big on the game playing. So, uh, uh, which. Mark's not huge on, uh, so some of them he he, he enjoys, but uh, sort of hit and miss, is it? He doesn't like the competitive yeah. stuff. That's that's really a lot of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, well, he he's a sore lunar, uh, sore loser, yeah. and a sore winner. Ah, so that makes him a sore lunar. Yeah. Lunar. Yes, yes, exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Got it. Understood. <laughs> yeah. Doesn't like doing either. He feels bad if he wins, but uh, he doesn't like to lose. So this is your first Christmas together as a, as a married I know, couple, and we yeah? didn't even get the ornament. Oh. Can you believe it? Oh. We really didn't really have a tree, per se. We had the little 
sad. Did you have a Hanukkah bush? We didn't even do our Yule log, which you know yeah. we're we're Wiccan, so you know we didn't even really celebrate our holiday. We <laughs> spent time with everybody else on on their holidays, but really their holiday is really ours, anyways. So so there, um, there. <laughs> something happened around the end of October, around the end of Halloween. We said we started thinking Christmassy and thinking, oh, we've got plenty of time. <laughs> they always advertise way too early. No, there's never enough time. Haven't you bought your Christmas presents for next year yet? <laughs> I was going to say, and the next week, it was Christmas. I don't know what happened. <laughs> but, uh, Sometime in the, middle, in the middle there, we ate turkey, and I, I don't know. What <laughs> that's yeah. right. That's we did, right. Well, yeah, Thanksgiving seemed to run into Christmas because there were so many weekends we were doing something with different people. Mm-hmm. And so it's just been one big holiday blur, which it's been fabulous to see everybody. Um, because last time we saw a lot of folks was at our wedding, mm-hmm. which... Huh. Um, so it's nice to see him. So it's been six months. Time to see him again. Yeah, yeah on, on a one-on-one basis. But, um, <laughs> we did that um, the weekend before. Christmas Eve was more family. Christmas morning was more family. Christmas Day was another part. So um, just a lot of a lot of running around and. Uh, but all all pretty much local. Yeah, yeah. Within. Uh, well, within sounds an like hour. you guys had a lot of fun. We did we actually. Did. It was Christmas with lots of different different groups yeah and then the new year's festivity started two days ago so mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean it's just all it's all a blur yes <laughs> and the uh, end of january we'll be here and we'll we'll go oh 2008 started shoot what happened i don't know but i think it's time for us to play a little promo and uh and come right back to talk about new years and and what else will be going on and and of course Wrap up something that's been bothering me from 2007. Okay. Okay. Exactly. Get why it is it that no one was able to beat Siler to a pulp in season one mm. of Heroes? <laughs> <laughs> Behold the internet. My God, it's full of ads. If you've had the feeling that someone is watching you, creeping up when you're not looking, that something twisted is waiting for you, deep in the shadows, I've got good news, and I've got bad news. The good news is, you're not crazy. The bad news is, Scott Sigler wants to kill you. Could be a victim in Scott's newest horror thriller, Nocturnal, which launches at midnight Eastern Standard Time on October 31st. That's right, bitches. At the stroke of midnight on Halloween. So, you wanna die? Register a profile now at scottsigler.com to win a chance to hear your name as a corpse. Fill in all the fields and don't forget your picture. Because Scott wouldn't want to kill the wrong person. Then he'd just have to kill you all. Who in the heck is M-A-M-P-A? M.A.'s a geek podcaster parent who's letting her flag fly and helping you to raise your next generation right. We're big geeks, and we love it. She's a single mom. She is gorgeous. M.A. talks books, movies, anime, really, whatever she wants. She is brilliant. She is amazing. M.A. and P.A. is a great podcaster, but she suffers from an embarrassing lack of leather. 
Did I mention she was hot? Who is M-A-N-P-A? No one can tell you who M-A-N-P-A is. She must be experienced. To be part of the M-A-N-P-A experience, head on over to www.bl8tn.net. You should go there right now. Or else. Better late than never, right? Good news, everyone. Several years ago, I tried to log on to AOL, and it just went through. We're online. Yay! 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 Paul and I got our chance to experience MA and PA (laughs) over over Christmas. We spent um, several hours with her and her son. Yep. Um, on Christmas Eve. Frighteningly bright child. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Ten years old, and he's he's reading books that I've read not too long ago. Wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah. 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 We, we met a M A for the first time at Balticon, and uh, she's great. What she's a great. sweetheart! Really cool. And uh, so, kudos to her for getting that many well-known voices. I know that was first promo. Great promo. <laughs> <laughs> that was that's yep. a great promo. She um. She and Leanne, if, Mab- if, if, Leanne, if Leanne, Mabry, Leanne can yeah. make it out, Leanne Mabry from tagintheseam.com <laughs> uh, uh, are going to be doing they, – they did a whole episode uh, after Dragon Con called Don't Be That Guy <laughs> uh, about, you know, how, how guys can be creepy when they do a certain kind of hug and, you know, mm. and, you know the, 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 hug, the hug should be, like, above the small of the back and below the bra strap. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I was, I was laughing my ass off. And then, like, three quarters of the way into it, they were like, we should do this as a, as a panel for Balticon. Oh, oh absolutely. Like, Got to write that down. <laughs> no, no. Pause. Log in to tag in the seam and leave a comment. Yes, you are doing that as a panel for Baltimore. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. You didn't even wait till the end. You no, just no, paused it and went did it right. Stopped it right there. Your ass is mine. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, hopefully, Leanne, and, <laughs> as, as we speak, Leanne and Jack are probably in Texas. Mm-hmm. And, and we'll be in Arizona they're, tomorrow morning. They're going morning. westward. They're yeah, they're winding driving their way westward. To Arizona. She's she is uh, in the car, moving out of uh, out of Atlanta, hot mm-hmm. Atlanta, and moving oh, to ultra hot Phoenix. <laughs> wow! <laughs> yes, you know from from a place that might actually have liquid coming from the sky on a regular basis to a place that will not. Oh no no! Arizona has liquid coming from the sky on mm-hmm. a very regular basis. Once a year during monsoon season. <laughs> what is this stuff falling from the sky? <laughs> the sky is falling. The oh, sky yeah. is falling. It's more and more calling. Arizona is calling for a trip. But yeah, we need to make it out there. Yeah. The, so I'm, I was going to put you on that panel. Who is you? Okay. Heather. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. He's pointing at me. Yes. Um, for it, those it is that audio. Here right now. Yes. Yes. It's an audio podcast. <laughs> you know, to and uh, and and probably uh, J.R. Blackwell. I would be well. honored to be on a panel with those women. And the the whole point is, don't be that guy. Oh. You know, ad, ad, yay! Advi- advice from the women. Advice from from the women on yeah. uh, the women of podcasting. Yes. <laughs> what not to do? On what not to do? How to, how to not be creepy? Uh, 
I don't not be creepy. That is some good advice because there's a lot of men out there that don't realize that they are creepy and they're not trying. So they could use these tips. Yes, <laughs> they can. And then, you know, well, th- this is for them probably because the ones that know they're creepy, yeah, they don't care. They don't care. Yeah. <laughs> but um, <laughs> I told you about uh, the uh, the dating panel that I went to at, uh, I think it was an EveCon like you know, 20 years ago. It was put on, there, there were these two really hot sisters that, that were twins that went to every EveCon. And they, they did a panel on, you know, what, what women really want from men. Mm-hmm. And it was all about, you know, you need to be nice and open the door and be polite and do, you know, the standard you need to wash. Um, <laughs> yes, you know. which landed that great whole thing yeah. on, on uh, the geek dating yeah. advice yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, what was yeah. that? Yeah. But um, at the end of this panel, the two of them leave, and this guy who was like w- one of the other people that was always, you know, working at EveCon, uh, was like, "Yeah, that would be great advice if if the two of them, you know, didn't always date jerks." And then proceeded to go on for like five minutes about how the two of them always went for the guys who were, you know mean to them and nasty to them and and uh you know but they were clean (laughs) they washed regularly (laughs) taking a bath but the 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 whole point is that that we can't have that just kind of really blew Mm. everything that they said for me it it had no value because Mm -hmm. it was a Mm. a do as i say not as i do you know it's it's, uh uh yeah you should do this and, and i really think guys like that you know must be great except that the guys that I date are all assholes. You but know? you know what? Women really do want that because I uh, uh, um, every single man I dated before I uh, was with Mark was an asshole. And then I finally found the guy who is nice and, and wonderful and I married him. So, I mean, yeah, women want one kind of man to marry and one kind of man to mess around with and be stupid little hoes with, really, to be completely honest. I, <laughs> I guess you're a keeper, Mark. Oh, shucks. For now. <laughs> well, I did, Until honestly, you turn into an asshole, and then... <laughs> then she'll want to fool around. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then you'll get some. No, <laughs> no I, 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 did, I, spent, I spent many years being, being the, the friend that mm-hmm. consoled these women after they got treated like crap by the jerks, mm-hmm. and being told, oh, you'd be the perfect boyfriend. I'm like... You're single then now. Why, <laughs> then why won't you go out uh, with me? You earned you 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 were earning me. Ah, there, yep. yes, okay. that's what it was. <laughs> Karma exists. Oh yes, very much so. But actually, you you said something um, about uh, you're holding hands now. <laughs> oh, it's so cute. It oh, really so is. <laughs> actually, um, Mark played a song for me um that actually kind of reminds me how to how to get a woman how to please a woman um it was how to handle a woman how to handle a woman yes from camelot yeah um and he played that for me and i'd never heard it before it was very touching have you heard it i'm sure i have i just don't recall it i don't think i have really I don't well, think I've ever seen What's Camelot. fun about it is there's all these Not questions. Not safe, unfortunately. How do you how do you handle a woman? Do you do you cajole her? Do you, are you you know are you stern? Do you do this or that? And the answer is um, that they build up to is how to handle a woman is to love her 
simply love her. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it, a couple different words prequeling love her, and mm. and you're just like, oh, yeah, that's it. You got Aww. it. That's the ticket. Because <laughs> you know, because if you do that, the rest will follow. We're all just suckers for love. That's right. That's you right. love sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I'll suck the love right out of you. Yeah. At least you don't suck at love. I would bite your neck and suck the love right out of you. I am the love vampire. Honey, you're doing it wrong. <laughs> it's, it's a little lower. <laughs> oh, yeah, you'll have to show me that in a little while. <laughs> Since we get out of the studio Thursday. <laughs> Mark your calendar. I will put you. I will pencil you into my appointment book. <laughs> we're calling on Thursday. <laughs> oh, you guys are going to be busy. That's why we're. <laughs> we can still call you. <laughs> Wow, that was bad. Oh, oh my goodness, yeah, I'm yeah. blushing. So, um, <laughs> we need to get a blush meter on you. It's hot in here. <laughs> is it just me or is it hot? <laughs> no, it's just you. <laughs> oh, my gut hurts. Oh, my goodness. All this giggling is great. <laughs> all right, so I, mm. I, I, I have brought you all here to discuss heroes. The heroes. Heroes, heroes are really great people. They I, really you are. You need heroes in your life. Like, heroes can be assholes. Yeah, 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 they can. But, yeah. you know, they are people. So people can be assholes, but you still need heroes in your life. People who need people. Who need which, heroes. Or, which are in many ways. <laughs> 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 <Not these people. laughs> yes. The TV show. Actually, yes, you're talking about the TV show. <laughs> Sorry, I, I was going into playing for Keeps World, if you could tell. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I know where that. you were leading, yeah, so yeah. I, yeah. yeah. We're yeah. just getting in your way, honey. Try and control the response. <laughs> <laughs> but the, the thing about heroes, they, they work so hard to, to set up characters so that certain things that happen to those characters are believable. Right. Mm-hmm. Like um the the cop who can Matt read Parkman, minds, yeah. Matt Parkman. Mm-hmm. They they start him off as having flunked the detective test 3 times. Mm-hmm. Uh his wife is screwing around on him with his partner and he hasn't figured this out. Oh, it was his captain. <laughs> no, it's his partner. Mm-hmm. Well, they might partner. have been partnered, but it was his senior, his superior. It's a, it's yeah. a superior o- right. officer, but it was still his right, partner. Right. Um and, and so you know he's not the brightest light. He's pretty dense. Yeah. And and through the entire first series, he's constantly changing sides. Mm-hmm. He is. He's a follower. He is a follower. Anyone who starts giving him directions and telling him what to do, he changes sides mm-hmm. all the time. And if they hadn't set him up as not very bright. To begin with, I would not have bought him constantly changing sides. Yeah. Well, 
he's also constantly changing sides because he's trying to do the right thing and he's, he's going along sure. with one guy he thinks is one person he thinks is doing the right thing and then he runs into a roadblock mm-hmm. yep. and then somebody else comes along and tells him what to do and he says that seems like the right thing to do <laughs> yep and he's off and, again yeah. and, and of course the hero's universe is a murky place it's all not always oh, easy yeah. to tell who's on the right side oh it definitely it's definitely and not most of the hats are pretty gray but the, know, so. but the one thing that they have not worked at that has that has been completely flat for me, completely false, is that the the main villain for season one is Siler, and as far as villains go, Siler is pretty freaking bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, really, really bad. And yeah. and we all like our bad guys, but there are at, at several, least several three people point, three yeah. times. Where Siler is incapacitated, mm-hmm. and the people doing the incapacitation know how bad he is. Know, yes, know what he's capable, know what he does, and and walk away. Oh, look! I've given Siler a paper cut. He's now unconscious. Ah, I think I will take this piece of paper and go tell the world how great and powerful it is for giving him a paper cut and leave him here alive so that he can kill again. Well, you know. And <clears throat> We talked a little bit about this before, but I was just kind of thinking of this in a different perspective. And if you think about it, what if it were you? Um, have you ever killed anybody before? I have not. I mean, I, and I'm very happy to hear that, sweetie. Oh, <laughs> I, it, it's neither have I. I. I just can't imagine doing it. And while I would like to think that if I needed to, that I could, maybe it just the fact is that people have a really hard time with it because no matter how bad somebody is taking a life is taking a life i i agree and and while they've got these hero powers they're Mm -hmm. still learning how to be heroes well i would say that mohinder has not yet exhibited hero powers right okay yeah he is one of the people who has been in a position to end siler okay so mohinder puts a gun in siler's face and pulls the trigger and siler stops the bullet right siler then Tortures Mohinder. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then a few minutes later, through various means, Siler is rendered unconscious. Right. Mm-hmm. And actually, through the means of he's distracted yes. and Mohinder knocks Mo- him unconscious. Mo- Mohinder knocks him unconscious. Now, a few right. minutes ago, you were willing to kill him. You tried to. Okay. You there tried. You, you actually can. pulled the trigger. Okay. He's unconscious. Uh, there. There's a dead there's guy a, there. And there's a gun in the room. There's a gun in the room. Yeah. Hell, you know, you should be able to splatter this guy's head all over the place and make sure he never comes back. And really, that ought to be your first priority, knowing what this guy can do. Yeah. Not mm-hmm. only that, but uh, afterwards, when you go to the police, you go, look look at what he did to me. I am. I defended myself against him. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And this, this this guy that I know tried to help me, and he killed him while we were, you know, stabbed, stabbed him with. Exactly. He stabbed it him. Stabbed he stabbed it him. Stabbed it him. Yes, he did. And, uh, you know, e- even um, the the final scene, you know, okay, all right, if you have not seen the final scene in Heroes Season 1. Spoiler alert. Spoiler yeah, alert. You, you want to skip forward about five minutes or so. Yes. Mm-hmm. But, so, 
Hero stabs Siler, and Siler goes down, and Siler is unconscious. Yeah, not, not quite. Well, well not, yeah, yeah, and he's right. down. He's down, right? And he's definitely distracted. There are like everybody f- four people around him that Cap- capable of cap- ending him. Cap- yes, capable of ending him. Most notably, uh, Claire's dad, Noah, mm-hmm. who's. Who has no hesitation about yeah, who's right? Yeah, who yeah, just el- killed somebody threats. else a few yeah, minutes he, ago? He definitely has killed a few folks. So. Yes, mm-hmm. one he, or two. He's killed. A, no, he's killed a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, uh, that was an understatement. Yes. Um. So he got a gun in his hand. Siler is like thirty feet away and wants to kill his daughter. There, there's, there is. If if I were in his situation and protecting my own daughter, and he was distracted. It would, I would, he's on the ground, he's shot, he's distracted, pop. I think in, in most of these cases, I think the, uh, what it comes down to is, well, in that situation, I think the, uh, everybody else was busy, now, uh, except for HRG, who. Don't make excuses for them. They, they, they glossed over the fact that well, they wanted to-, to maintain him as a bad guy. And they, this is. They they didn't put an, uh, as much energy into giving people a reason to leave him alone, you know? Well, I don't know. Did you have a balancing point to that, Mark? I- well, yeah. I mean, I, I think that in, in that situation, there was a lot more going on. And pretty much by the time anyone looked around, he was gone. There was just a trail leading to the manhole cover, you know? Yeah, but they all walked off happy as though they had no care in the world, and that would be Siler's dead. We don't have to worry about him anymore. Right. And, yeah, I mean, okay, yes, the, 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 the really big bad, the, the one that, that, that kills millions of people, has, again, if you came back too early, more spoilers, has been averted. Mm-hmm. New York did not go but si- right. Siler is still there. He is a mass murderer Part, and, and capable of destroying the city. Yes, yeah. and yes, he, he's got so the have, nuclear. Have you started season now. two yet, or you're just at the end of season We're just one? At just the end of season one. Okay. Okay. Saturday morning, we finished season one. Okay, there there are it's some, some mitigating factors presented early in season two, but um, well, it's about time. One of the one of the one of the big things I would say is the fact that. Everybody's saw him get his sword shoved through him, so probably they think he's not really worth worrying about right now. It, okay, from a 3D perspective, everybody was arrayed around him with Siler in the center of a semicircle. There's no way that that he crawled off and didn't make a noise. Manhole covers way a lot. As I said, we well, should probably I, hold off on that until but, you see the beginning of season two. But here, here's something else. Uh, we know from when he was captured after going after Claire, we know from his uh, stay with the people that Mr. Bennett worked, from, worked, worked for, Dad, yes. Dad worked for, that um, he died. That he was dead. Doornail. He was dead. Crawly little bug on the on the on the bed next to him. And then he came back and then and killed the guy who was verifying that he was dead. Got better. He got yes. better. Yeah. So <clears throat> the fact that he's he died and he came back. I mean, why would Bennett doubt this 
I mean, he had seen him already with the uh, the effect that the drug that they were using on him had had. That they had to keep use a lot of it to keep him down, so that they didn't have to worry about dying from him waking up. And he regenerated from this very you know, right. powerful drug overdose that they were having to give him. Why? And the whole concept of regeneration being the thing that would make him unstoppable. Right. It shouldn't be there. Now, this may be a lower level kind of genera- regeneration, but he has it already. Mm. It's not as though if he got what Claire had, the ability Claire had, that he would get a new kind of power. He would get a, maybe a new level of the power, but he is still able to recover from being dead. Or at least seeming to be dead. Or he's able to make it look like he is dead. (laughs) Well, it's a very thought. Right, 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 right. right. Well, he also had something like plugged into his skull, and he just yanked that out without even worrying about it. Yeah. So uh, they they seem to waffle back and forth, but uh, Mm -hmm. it really seems like he's got some lower level, level regeneration abilities still. Someone should yeah. have beaten his head into a pulp. Or, yeah. you know, taken his head off, which is the, the, the second stroke, the stroke oh. that Hero did not take. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the stroke that Hero should have taken yeah. immediately probably, after the first stroke. Which he probably would have if he hadn't been flung into a building. No, actually, he stepped back. Oh, I've done oh. it. I've stabbed him. Oh. Yes. I got, I got to yes. that again. It's been... hey, Hero, Hero took a step back, exceedingly proud that, that he had actually done it. And there was he, a lot of time that passed. And Hero could could have easily pulled pulled the the sword out and and cut his head off. Yeah, and should have. And oh, and yeah. that to me would have been the right thing to do. Re- retire Siler. You know, we, we they've already dropped mm-hmm. the the breadcrumbs that there's somebody worse than yeah. Siler out there. And, well, what and still up- you come, and, but still in that scene, you retire Siler, but still the the greater threat is Peter losing control. Yes. Yeah. Well, I, I think what it, what it all boils down to is uh, people like Siler. Yeah, they like him. Yeah, they really. <laughs> and, uh, they love to hate Siler. The, yeah, there's there's been a lot of great feedback. He's a good villain. So they all these situations you're describing only happened. Because they didn't want to kill off Siler. I know, but they they should have found a better they way. They should have put more yeah. work into Paid more making attention. it believable yeah. that sure. that Mohinder got out of the the apartment with Peter. That you know the three or four times behind, besides that that Siler was incapacitated. That you know there was a logical reason right. why why right you know, something intervened to stop the people other than you know. A plot, yeah. a plot twist. My my take on that whole thing is I can I can let that go because I can understand why a human being would react that way. Mm. Uh, you've just been tortured. You want to escape. You know I can get that. But you're right. They should have. I think it would have been better to have some solid reason that is presented. Make it clean. Um, Make yeah. It yeah. Yeah. The 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 endless cliffhangerage, <laughs> cliffhangering gets tiresome to me after a while mm. and and people it when people when characters do things that aren't like them not in their best interests simply so that they can maintain 
this bad guy that they that they like having that mm-hmm. people like having around. Give give us a new bad guy. Hurt hurt. What would I mean? There were a lot of things they could have done to Siler. Hero could have taken uh, like a slice through his head and you know like knocked part of his powers out or who knows what you know and and you know forced him to run so siler was diminished there were, there could there were there could have been a lot of things that they could have done other than just um uh, well siler's unconscious i'm going to leave and focus on my my dead friend who I, oh well he's not really my friend um, this dead guy. He's only a little dead. A yes. little dead. Little dead. And 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 uh, oh, it's so horrible that he's dead. But meanwhile, the guy who almost who tortured me, almost killed me. That and, I was willing to kill a little and who, while ago. Who I believe killed my father. Yes, who killed mm-hmm. my father. Uh, and I know has killed lots of people, including people I led him to. Um, I'm just going to walk away from him instead of picking up a pipe wrench and beating yeah. his head into a pulp. Um, pipe wrench, good choice. Yeah. Good for beating heads. Yeah, I think I think honestly a better a better way to resolve that scene would have been exactly that. Would have been to have Mohinder pick up a pipe wrench and start beating the crap out of Siler. And, and, and then have Siler escape. You know, he's being Right, right. And, if you yes. want to keep him in, yeah, right. have he, all that happen. Well, and then yeah. still have he's had, so hard to beat that no matter, you know, even well, with this. Actually that that would be the way to to, to end it would be to, to you know, have the first shot give him some head trauma. And and have him be only partially out and like throw himself out a window and and uh, and not be fi- and, found when and, you look right well, and this, fly this away or whatever. But you know, just he can't really fly a, out. well. <laughs> whatever he does, whatever right. he does to you know, he can move get very away. quickly. We know that because we've seen him. He can move silently. He silently shows up. He shows up and he disappears. But a couple of times we've ha- seen that have him before. sustain some head trauma or something or something. Right. Right. And. Um, but I, 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 there's something though. I mean, we're passionate about wanting to fix fix what we view as problems in the plot yes. because it is so good. Yes, right. uh huh. Right, I agree. And you know, uh, one one final thing before we get out of here is um, we, I did an interview with Neil Gaiman mm-hmm. where he talks about we suck. An Nancy, <laughs> a, a Nancy boys, jealous, and, and how um, like ha- a, a third of the way or halfway through an Nancy boys, one of his characters that he had all of these plans for, um, uh, he had to kill her off because it made sense for the other character mm-hmm. to kill her off. Yeah, and he said that he spent like six months trying to figure out what the hell he was going to do from there. Now he ended up killing her off, right? Well, no, he did kill her off because that's what the, that's what would happen in given everything that was set up and it's dealing with, you know, once you're, you breathe life into your characters, um, you know, it's hard to kill your darlings. Well, mm-hmm. it's not only is it hard to kill your darlings, but it, if it's in them to kill off one of your other characters, even though you have plans for that character being at the end, you got to come up, you know, you, you got to look at finding a way to, to, to move forward because everyone is going to expect character B to, to kill character A that you need to show up at the end. And if you've read a Nancy Boys, you know how we Neil got around it. it. But <laughs> we haven't yet. 
Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, cool. We we see we got a uh, a signed copy, uh, but we don't have a reading copy. So <laughs> we, we oh, can help you. We'll, we can help you with two ways. Yes, yeah. we can help you with that two ways. And uh, awesome. We've also got the MP3 version right, of the yeah. CDs, as read by Lenny Henry, the British comedian. Nice. And and Neil was mm. actually, thi- w- w- he was writing the book. Thinking that he would have Lenny speak it. Wow! So, Excellent. so the main character he he built around Lenny Henry. Oh my goodness! Yeah, yeah, it's very good. How cool is that? Oh, it's awesome! Wow. Well, I, to, uh, oh, go, we're both. Go ahead. Well, uh, to wrap up, what I was going to say, um, two things. One, we should probably talk a little more about this after you guys have seen season two. Okay, okay. sure. Because there is there is there are things I want to say. That you're holding back. Thank you. For all the rest two. of you out there who have seen season two, we will be getting to it. <laughs> but I'll be, I'm, I'm interested wait. to see what your reaction is after seeing some things in season two. Okay. Um, and the other thing is that um, they, uh, from what I understand, they originally actually had intended to kill off Siler this season. But one of the reasons they didn't is that Tim Kring and the other creators – spend a lot of time online and going to the forums and reading their email and stuff. And they're sensitive to what the fans have to say. Mm-hmm. And the fans loved Siler and kept on saying, don't kill him off. We want him back. But he's a, he's a great, that, he's a great villain. And, that's and, a classic mistake. Yeah. Exactly. And that's the thing. <laughs> it's it, like a it uh, land war in Asia. <laughs> yes. <laughs> going up against a Sicilian <laughs> when death, death is, is on the line. line. Yeah. <laughs> And listening to the internet. Um, (laughs) But but listening to the fans, I mean, um, there there are a lot of really gruesome things that go on that people love, and they love to to put their hands Mm -hmm. in front of their eyes while it's happening on the screen – and and they love complaining about how much they hate it. But if you if you as a creative person actually start listening, it's weak to to all of these people. I I mean, it, it becomes a glaring problem with the with the plot, with the plot. It, it, um mm-hmm. you know um, they should have killed him off mm-hmm. and again he's come back from the dead once okay. right. and <laughs> speaking of that that was where i just one little thing that is a little nugget you can't you get, get rid the of. last word uh no i don't want the last okay. word on this necessarily right. but i was just gonna say it siler needs to die and um all the people that know that siler needs to die all need to do it together. I really feel like it needs to be it work better on HBO because it needs to be very passionate and and cathartic. And and not mm. just, you know, somebody following him into a restaurant and fading fading yeah. into black. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> all right. It's time for us to get out of here. We hope you enjoyed this episode of the ADD cast. On our way out, we are going to play a little Christmassy music for you from the Beatnik Turtle. All right. right. From the Midwest. And remember, you can't control the stimulus. Control Control the the response. response. This is co-ed, naked, drunk Christmas shopping. It's the song of the day.
out the shirt and come outside. I'm gonna use the script and talk about dance around because we were nude. We went nowhere naked, drunk Christmas shopping. 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 Stay, but we had fun and not one of us shouted at all. You're not here, we went. 